So sometimes that's what you got to do. You know, you got to you got to have a song or or a scripture or something God told you that you never forgot. Amen. You know, it doesn't matter what's going on if the devil can't bug you about it. Right? If the devil can't bug you about it, doesn't he? He, he almost gets angry. Why, why can't I get them in fear? Yeah. Why, why can't I get them in fear? I've been trying all day to get them to give up. Right? I, I keep talking to them about how God heals you sometimes, doesn't heal you other times. God, God helps you when He wants to, but He won't always. And I don't know why I can't get because you know the Lord's good. Right? And that, that's when you just stop and you say, "No, the Lord is good." Yes, and you just stop. You don't. You don't give it any time. In fact, is you fight against it. Don't just go on the defense and say, "I don't receive that." Go on the offense and say, "The Lord is good." Yes. Amen. Then you got your defense and your offense working. He can't beat that. You know. You know. They say you win with a good defense. Well, we win with a good defense and a gooder offense. Amen? Because we just got gooder and gooder all the time. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. He's a good God. Open your Bibles to Micah. Let's look at a couple things. We may sing some more. It's good to sing on Friday night, isn't it? You like it? You better. I have a feeling there's going to be a whole lot of singing in heaven. Right? So if you don't like singing, I have a feeling you'd be walking down the streets of gold. Somebody just bust out singing. Right? And then, and they probably be around and they say, oh, I like that song. And they start singing it too. Right? I just, I think you might as well get used to it. You know, my mom was a horrible singer, but she hummed everywhere she go. She, did she ever quit humming? She always had a song in her heart. Amen? And that's, that's wisdom. That's wisdom because that will keep the enemy from your mind. Amen? Well, you don't give the enemy any room. Don't give him any play. Glory to God. He's a good God. How'd we get off on all that again? Just because we might sing again, that's why. We could sing more. Thank you, Lord. Where did I say to open your Bibles? Micah 6? Micah 6? You know, I was, uh, we were going, we went to Little Rock this week. And uh, on our way, we were driving past there's a town you go through and there's always somebody standing on the corner there with a sign and you know your flesh can judge that pretty quick right it doesn't make it right to judge that and i and i got to looking at one of the guys in the corner and, and I, I got to looking at my heart because i want to see my heart because i don't want my heart involved in that i want god's heart involved in that Amen? I want to see what God sees. I want to see Him the way God sees Him. Not, not, God doesn't see Him as what we would call a panhandler. No. Jesus died for Him just the same as He died. He, God paid the same price for every human on this earth. The same price. Glory to God. And, and, and God said, I want you, I want you to think, I want you to, to, to meditate, I want you to become like me. I'm gonna put everything in you so that you can look at situations and circumstances, and, and I want you to become like me. I don't, I'm not saying you give him money, I'm saying you look at that and you pray, and you say, Lord, 
show me. Is there something I need to do here? You know, because, you know, in James it says, it says if you see a brother, right? If you see a brother, help him. Amen. Right? But, but that doesn't mean you just start, in, what, what, what help does he need? Right? Does he need clothes? Does he need food? Now, if you're in here tonight and you're saying, yeah, see, they're supposed to give to me, you're missing the whole message. Right? We're talking to the people that are supposed to give. Right? These are God's people. God, God supplies all our needs. We're able to help one another and help others. Amen? But you help at His direction. Glory to God. You, you don't just, you know, yes, you do want to be ready to give whatever. That, but what if that guy, he needed more than, than money? Right? What if he needed more than a meal? Now, you know, anybody that walks on this lot, if, if one of us catch him, we, the last thing we always make sure, do you have food? If you don't have food, we want to make sure you, you know, we'll give you a, a coupon or something to get some food, right? Because then that's what he's talking about in this verse. But he's also talking about putting actions to your faith, putting actions to your mercy. Because in that same place in James, the verse before it talks about judgment without mercy. Now, if I go and I see that guy and the first thing I do is he could get a job. Well, sure, he could get a job. You know what God told me? He said, sometimes people are so hopeless unless you get them some hope. They cannot come come up to attain a job. So you got some hope? Does, does a Christian have some hope to give? Could, could you help them with hope? It's more valuable than your money. Because God, he, he would help people that needed food. He would help people that needed clothes. But He'd teach them how to get food and how to get clothes. Amen? He, he wouldn't continually... He, he does, it's not an ongoing thing where, yeah, every day you sit right there and I'm going to send people to give you clothes and food. No. No, He'd teach you how not to get in that situation again, but you got to come out of the hopelessness first. Amen? And that's what he told me that day. I told Kim, I said, some people are just so hopeless because that's what God told me. He was so hopeless. This person was so hopeless that unless he got some hope, he could not see a way out. What are we? We're a light. But you know what? you got to be first to, to do any of these things. you got to be merciful. God didn't tell us to be merciful, he told, Jesus actually said, I want you to be merciful the same way God is merciful. Your Father. I want you to be merciful the way your Father is merciful. Now go back to Micah. Micah 6, verse 8. It says, He has showed thee, O man, what is good. This is what is good. And what doth the Lord require of thee? To do justly, to love mercy... And to walk humbly with your God. You got, you, you can't just want to be merciful. You have to love mercy. In other words, it has to be something that's in you that you're looking for a reason to give it. Because God is. He was looking for a reason so much that He gave it before we received it. He gave it in such a way that while we were His enemies, while we were His enemies, he gave mercy for us today. Amen? That's, that's true faith right there. He said, you know, 
I'm going to give Dave mercy even while he's not serving me. Glory to God. That's, but that's the kind of mercy he told us to have. And if God says, be merciful the way my father, Jesus said, be merciful as your father is merciful, then that's an empowerment. It's not just a commandment. It's an empowerment. We have the ability, the very characteristics of the father, the very, th- and people say, oh, but he's God. Yeah, he's your father. How, how many of you got kids? How many of your kids walk like you? They do. If you watch them, you ever, you ever watch a dad and a son walking down? They both walk just alike. And as they grow up, I still walk like my dad. Why? Because I'm his, I, I grew up and, and because of our connection, I have the very characteristics of my father in me. And when we're born again, when we, when we receive Jesus as Lord, the mercy we receive, we now have the ability to give. The very same mercy that saved us is the very same mercy that helps others, that looks to, to God for the right answers, that looks to God to say, what do I do with this, God? It doesn't just throw it away. And that's what he's saying in the book of James. He says, don't just say, be warmed and filled. Your words are empty. You'd be better off not to say anything, literally, because that's what he's saying. If you say something and don't do anything, then both both things were empty. He's not saying don't say anything, but he's saying if you tell somebody to be warm and filled, be willing to fill them and warm them. Right? Because because it's not enough just to talk big. Isn't, isn't that what the Pharisees did? They said, ah, we tithe. Whew, we're good. We tithe of all of our mint and our, what is it, anise or whatever that's called, and our cumin. We tithe on all of that. And Jesus said, woe to you hypocrites. Why? Because, because you do all these things, and you should. But you leave out the weightier matters. Justice, mercy, and faith. What's he saying? Tithing's good. Right? Tithing's good. Good to be a tither. Gets God involved in your life. It's good to have mercy. It gets you involved in others' lives. And that's what he's saying. He's saying you're only involved in your stuff and your works. You're not involved with anybody else. You don't care about people. That's the weightier matters of the law. Glory to God. And that's what he was just saying. He's saying the weightier matters are justice. Mercy, faith, the things you should be focused on are not how well you did at your tithing. That should be automatic. How hard is it to figure up your 10%? It's not. I, don't, I'm, I'm, I didn't even do that great at math, and I can do that. Right? He said, he said what about the people? He said, don't get so caught up in your works that you forget about your deeds. Amen? And that's what, that's what Jesus was saying. Look at, look at Luke. I guess we'll go there. Look at Luke 6. Thank you, Lord. I didn't know any, anyhow we were going to go tonight on this, but he's showing me right now, so we're doing good. Thank you, Lord. In Luke 6, in verse 35, and if you look at above that, it talks about loving those who love you, giving to the... Or, uh, 
we'll just go up about four verses and we'll just start with what? Go up another. There you go. As you, and as you, would have, as you would that men should do to you, do also to them likewise. Okay, let's go back to the man sitting on the corner. And that's what God told me. I'll, I'll stick with my story. He said, what would you want if that were you? What would you want? What would you want men to do for you? And, you know, a lot of people would think that people would say, well, you know, I, I just want you to come and help me, Lord. I and mean, that's real religious, but you're not sitting on the corner without food. or Right? What, what would I want? I'd want somebody to come help me. I'd want real help. I might want a cheeseburger. Right? I might want a new coat. But I'd really like somebody to tell me there's something better for me than where I'm at right there. Amen? I'd really like somebody to... And you know, as Christians, sometimes we pick and choose who we go to. Some Christians will pick the worst of the worst to go to because they think that that looks really good. And some people will pick the best of the best because they don't want to go to the worst of the worst. And what you go to is where God puts your heart, where God leads you. You're not... you You can't support every person standing on a corner. But you could give hope to any of them. You could give hope to any of them. Well, we got to be more apt to pray. Literally. What if you stopped with that person and said, you know, I don't think money, I, I, you know, I've, I've prayed and I don't think money or clothes is what I'm supposed to do today, but, but I want to pray for you, brother. I want to pray for you. And I don't mean pray to get away from them, pray to get in with them. Amen? Amen. I, I want to pray for you. I, I, want, I want you to see some hope. I want you to see that there's a better way. I want you to see and know that there's a God that cares about you. I want you to know that there's a, there's a, there's a Jesus that died for you. And there's a way out of this. You, you've gotten so far in that there's no way out for you. And, and you've got to find that place. And you may not be the person that gets to lead them to Christ, but you planted the one seed. You were merciful. Our tr- one of our trademarks, one of our most biggest trademarks, I would say the biggest trademark, because mercy is a characteristic of love, is mercy. When, when people see a Christian, they should see somebody that's merciful. That if they feel judged, then they're not going to listen to you. You've got to find a way to show them you love them. You gotta, and, and it may be a sandwich. It may be a, a, a jacket. It may be, but you got to find a way. But you, but you, but you're trying to be merciful the way God's merciful. So you're not doing it your way. You don't walk up and say, "Okay, this is what I think we should do." You you get an answer from God. Okay, Lord, I want to be merciful just like you would be right right now. And you know what He might say? Leave it alone. He might. That might be the most mercy they could receive right then. He might say, get them a sandwich, tell them I love them. If you, if you get somebody something, at the very least, let them know God loves them. Let them know why the sandwich came. It wasn't because you felt sorry for them, it was because God loved them. Amen? Feeling sorry for somebody will not bring them out. Amen? Mercy is not feeling sorry for somebody. 
Mercy is helping somebody despite of how they might have gotten there. It doesn't even look or judge how they got there. Amen? the, The love of God, the mercy of God found you and me right where we were and it loved us. Amen? And it sent people to us that to show us that love and, and it edged us ever, ever so slightly towards Him all the time. While we were His enemy, while we were doing things we shouldn't do, God was loving us. He was loving us. And, and you know what? When you pray for somebody, you're opening doors for people to come alongside of them. If you truly pray, you know, if people say to you, oh, I'll pray for you, brother, you know, there's a good chance they're just wanting you to know that they don't want to deal with your problem. Right? But if somebody comes up and says, let me pray with you. Let me pray with you. Why? Do it in confidence. I know that the God I serve died and, and rose again for you. And if I can pray for you, He'll begin to help you. And He'll begin to show you something. And you begin to, to, to witness the goodness and the mercy of God to Him. And you minister that mercy to them. Because you want them to receive that mercy. That's the mercy of God. It was an empowerment. You're merciful just like He is. So He's empowering you to be merciful with His mercy. So it's not just any mercy. It's the very love of God. It's, it, it, it connects with their very soul because that's what He came to save. Glory to God. And, and when we begin to walk in His mercy, not just don't, don't, don't ask to walk in mercy. Ask to walk in His mercy. You know, Brother Moore has prayed, and Mr. Moore, they pray this, and they prayed it again. They said, show us what's you, show us what's not you. When it comes to mercy, when it comes to judgment, when it comes to forgiveness, God, show us what's you. Show us, show us not just what to forgive, but how. How to go about it. How, how to show your mercy. How, how, to, how to release your kindness in such a way that people see you. Because we don't want them to see us. We want them to see God. And so we want to release His mercy in such a way that they know it's His mercy. Why? Because it was beyond you. Because they, they might start being hateful. They say, we don't need anything from you. And you, and you still love them. What did they just do? They slapped you on your face. What did you just do? Turn the other cheek. Right? You, you don't give up. You don't quit loving them. Oh, I tried to help you and you don't want to? Okay, fine. That was your mercy. Why, your mercy doesn't endure forever. But the good Lord, His mercy endures forever. Amen? And, and, and we, gotta, we, we, we need to know that that mercy is available through us. It was available to us, and when we got it, now it's available through us. And when we begin to use it, when we begin to walk in it, when we begin to look and love it, when you, when you begin to love mercy, what are you saying? I love the goodness and kindness of God. I love, not only do I love the Lord, I love everything about Him. There's not anything about the Lord that I don't want to be a part of. Amen? You know, because when God talks about judgment, He, he talks about mercy. What's He say? He says, mercy rejoices over judgment. 
Those are the verses right before, if you see a brother in need, that's the verses. And, and, and you don't, don't just say, oh, be warm and filled. But if you don't meet the needs, what, what did it profit? What did it profit? What's he talking about? He's talking about, did you judge or did you have mercy? For he that has judgment without mercy will be judged without mercy. So what's he saying? He's saying, that man, did you love him? If you did nothing else, did you love him? Did, did, you, did you show him my love? Did you do anything the way I told you to do it? And, and, and again, I'm not telling you he's going to tell you to go to everybody, but there will come a day where he'll stop and he'll say, talk to him. Talk to them. Why? Because somebody prayed that they'd have an opportunity to know more about God that day. You guys ever pray? I pray that when I see people walking down the street. Say, Lord, give them an opportunity to know more about you. Bring people to them that would show them your goodness. Bring, bring people along their side. If it's me, I'll stop. But, but bring people, bring, bring laborers across their path today. Why? Because the, the, the most important thing they could know is the love of God and that they haven't gone too far. They're not hopeless. In fact, this, he could bring them right out of the dunghill and put them on top of the heap. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen? Amen? Because why? That's what mercy does. That's what mercy does. And when we begin to, begin to act in that mercy, we begin to, to begin to be the very hand and light of God. What, what, why are we alive? Because we're showing them a better way. They're in darkness. They are hopeless. Amen? People say, well, you mean just the people that don't got no money? No, the people that got money, they're more, in more darkness than the people that don't. Why? They don't need God. They don't need anything. How are you going to get to them? People say, oh, I can't have mercy. You, can ha- you need to have more mercy on them than the guy sitting on the corner. He's got a better chance of accepting Jesus. God's mercy is for everybody. It's for every person ever walking this earth. It is designed to help. Don't go past a situation without asking God what to do. Look in your heart. Look at, because it doesn't matter. You may be at lunch someday and, and the guy behind you is talking trash and God just wants you to turn around and say something kind. Right? Well, but he's an awful person, Lord. Say something kind. Say something kind. You don't have to, you don't have to tell him he needs Jesus because he already knows. He just don't care. Right? But you do need to be kind. Why? Because that's how we stand out. That's what he's saying. You know what, what, what the people that are merciful like God is? They stand out. It's not a normal mercy. It's not, it's not well, it's, it's okay because I forgive you anyway. You know, that's, not, that's not just it. God didn't just forgive you. He forgave you, lifted you up and out, put you up and seated you with Christ. How big a mercy is that? He, he didn't just pull you out of the ditch. He pulled you out of the ditch, made you somebody, and then seated you in heavenly places with Christ. That's mercy. You went from nothing to everything in a moment of time. And he said, I want you to have that kind of mercy. When you see somebody in your heart, look at them and take them from the nobody they think they are 
and look at them the way I do to the one that died for them and set them on high. See them at the right hand. See them where I've seated them. See them as I've made them. Glory to God. That's what he said. He said, be merciful like I'm merciful. And he was so merciful. He said, he said, Dave, you're walking down here. You're crawling through the mud. All you got to do is ask. I'll pull you out of there. I'll lift you up. I'll make you somebody. And then I'll let you be somebody. Glory to God. He makes us somebody. Then He lets us be the somebody we are. He puts everything in you to be who He made you to be. In other words, He said, I'm going to make you my son. Now be merciful. It's not, it's not a hard requirement. It's not a burden. It's a gift. It's a gift. The things given through love are gifts. And He's saying, you can do this now. This is who you are now. You're my son. Be merciful like your Father in heaven is merciful. Glory to God. Were we in those verses? Luke 6, is that where we were? He says, don't love, don't love just the people who love you. Anyone can do that. Right? Verse, next verse. Yeah. What thank have you? It's kind of a backward sentence, isn't it? But what's he saying? He's saying, that's, that's not my kind of love. That's world love. He said, don't, don't just love people who love you. Anybody can do that. My kids can do better. My kids have more in them. My kids are full of me. And they can do things that I do. Amen? Verse 33. If you do good to them that do good... In other words, that's, a tra- that's called trading. Right? If you do good to only people that do good to you, that, that's, a, that's an exchange. Right? Here's some good. Got some good for me? Yeah, let's do some good today. Then, then we'll feel better about ourselves. We can go to church, raise our hands, and say hallelujah. Huh? Because me and you did something good because we traded. That's not it. That's not it. He said, if, if, if you only do good to the ones that do, what good, do you, what good is that? Why? You haven't affected anyone's life. You haven't used what I put in you. You've only used what you already had. Verse 34, if you lend to them whom you have hope to receive, what thank you? In other words, if I only lend to people that have the money to pay me back, right? Or if I just lend to people I like, right? I like you, I'll lend to you. It's, it's, not, it's, it's worldly love, it's worldly giving, it's worldly mercy, if you will. Worldly mercy has strings attached to it, and it's not mercy at all. Godly mercy has no strings attached. Zero strings attached. Godly mercy gives you everything and wants nothing in return. Why? Because what it gave you gives you the ability to be everything He wanted you to be. He's not asking for anything. If, he get, if, you, if you receive His mercy, you receive everything He is. Amen? Glory to God. Verse 35. But what's Jesus say here? This, this is the love of God talking. All the red letters, 
That's the love of God speaking to us. So the love of God said, but love your enemies. Love the person that doesn't love you back and do good. Love your enemies and do good. Don't just love them. Do something good for them. Not, not just good. Don't bake them a cake. Say, God, what can I do that would be good that they would recognize it's from you? You do not want them to think it's you. If you get the glory, God doesn't. And if God doesn't get the glory, they're not getting closer to Him. Our purpose is to get them closer to God. Amen? Our purpose is to bring them to the next place. If somebody slaps you in the face, you need to turn the other cheek to, to show the goodness of God. Because only by God's help could you have done that. The other way, you punch them back. Right? But by the grace and mercy of God and by His mercy in you, you're able to turn the other cheek and say, now tell me what I can do for you. doesn't matter what they did. That's not what He's saying. He's saying, I'm giving you abilities beyond what you've ever asked or dreamed. I'm, I'm empowering you to be merciful. I'm empowering you to be kind. I'm empowering you to walk in this life in such a way that everything you do is for me. People, you know, because we can get stuck in this religion of, well, I got to believe God for this for me. I got to believe God for this for me. I got to believe. When do we start believing God for this for them? You know, because God, God will take care of the rest. He said, you seek first the kingdom of God, and, and I'll take care of you. What's he saying? You do my business, I'll take care of you. Amen? Lend to those hoping for nothing again. That is not worldly at all. Right? <laughs> hoping for nothing. And your rewards shall be great. What's he saying? He's saying, I can do better than you lending and get a percentage or getting paid back. I can do better. I can get you to a higher place. I can take you to a different level. Your reward will be so much more than the interest on your money. Amen? And you shall be the children of the highest. What's he saying? When you begin to walk in this kind of love, when you begin to show this kind of mercy, you can only do it as my children. You can only do this as a son or daughter. You can't do this as an individual. Individuals don't have the power or the ability to do this. But sons and daughters do. Sons and daughters are endued with power and ability to, 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 to walk in mercy, to, to love people, to, to go where no one else could get to and grab people out of the fire and pull them back at just the right time. That's what sons and daughters do. Why? Because that's what my dad did. That's what my dad does. I'm like him. I'm going to be merciful the way he's merciful. I'm going to be just the way he's just. I'm going to walk in righteousness, his righteousness. Glory to God. Why? Because I love mercy. I love his mercy. Glory to God. Keep going. He's told us how to be children. And he said, why? Because why are you children of the Most High? Because I'm kind to unthankful people. 
How many people do you know that are kind to unthankful people in the world? I can tell you, you know zero. Say, well, I know some pretty kind people. No. They have an agenda, and you do owe them. Because the world's kindness is not kindness. They may have an act of kindness, but they don't have a life of kindness. The Lord is kind. He doesn't do kind. He is kind. He does kind because He is kind. Amen? It's not a random act. It's who He is. And when we're children of God, we're kind to the unthankful. Why? Because we're children of God. We can be. Do something you couldn't do before. Every day, wake up and do something you couldn't do before. Because you haven't tried. It was always in there. The forgiveness was there. Go ahead and do it. Use it. People say, well, you don't know what He does. Use it. Watch what He'll do. Watch what He'll do. Use that forgiveness. Use that mercy. Use that. Use it. Walk in it. It will change your life and the life of the person you're dealing with. Why? Because it's a godly empowerment of love. He said, Be ye therefore merciful, compassionate, as your Father is also merciful, compassionate. Right? He's not, he's not just talking about forgiving them for the things they've done wrong. He's talking about giving to them now. Compassion doesn't just take you out of the pit. It raises you up. It doesn't just pull you out. It heals you. It, it, it takes you from who you were to who you are. It gets you out of that bad place. It's the true love. And, and it's working through us. It's not going to work another way. It's not, it's, we, we can go through this world and forget about people, the ones that work in the bank and the ones that, that sit on the corner. You can forget about all of them. Right? Because you're not walking in the mercy of God. God is always looking at people like He saved them. That, that's my kid right there. I just need him to come home. They were dead. They were lost and now they're found. They were dead and now they're alive again. I just need them to come home. I've made them a way to repent. I've made them a path to get back and I just need them to come back. All they have to do is turn and forsake that way and come to me. And immediately they, they, they run into mercy and, and, they, and they come to forgiveness. The minute you turn from where you were going, you hit mercy smack in the face. Why? Because that's what's going to help you get back. That's what's going to help you turn. That's what's going to help you come back and receive that forgiveness. Why? Because you just got mercy. Now you can receive forgiveness. Glory to God. It's the goodness of God. It says, be merciful as your Father. Judge not, and you, know, and you won't be judged. Contend not. Well, he's still talking about the same thing. Love people. Don't judge. Don't condemn. Forgive. You can judge, you can condemn, or you can forgive. But you can't do all three. If I, the minute I judge, I can no longer forgive. Why? I judged them. I judged them. I can't forgive them. I condemned them. If God ever condemns you, you ain't coming back from it. He didn't condemn you. 
He forgave you. Glory to God. And he said, I want you to be like me. I don't judge. I don't condemn. And he could. But he said, now you're my kids. Your words have power. Your thoughts have power. Your prayer has power. I want you to forgive and be merciful. I want you to not judge. When you catch yourself judging, pull pull back from that immediately. When you look at a situation and you go, I don't know how they got there, pull back. Say, Lord, forgive me. I know exactly how they got there. There are people just like me. And people are are prone to mess up. And they made one wrong turn. And if we can get them to make one right turn, we can bring them back. We can bring them back. Glory to God. Be merciful as your Father in heaven is merciful. Judge not. Condemn not. Forgive. And you shall be forgiven. What's he saying? The same way you do is the same way it will be done for you. Why? Because what you, the truth you know about love will be the truth you give about love. What you received freely is what you should be giving. The very mercy of God that you received is the very mercy you should give. How many sins were you forgiven of? My, my slate was wiped clean. My slate was wiped clean. I was made white as snow and given a place, given a place in the kingdom of God, made a child. Glory to God. And I'm a people just like everyone else. The same people I am, they are. And that's what he's saying. Don't look at your brother sitting there like he's somebody else. He's your brother. Whether he knows me yet or not, he's your brother. Find a way. Find a place. Look to me. Look in here. When we look in here, we'll find a way. We'll we'll find because he he knows exactly what that person needs today. It may be nothing. Don't get me wrong. If you just go around talking to everybody, you're going to find a lot of rejection. Because when you listen to God, He'll tell you leave that one alone, go to that one. Don't even stop here. But be willing to hear. Be willing to hear. Amen. People say, well, won't their blood be on our... That's not what I said. You can't get to every person that you that say, if, if you are, we're all doomed. We're, we're all doomed because everybody's blood's going to be on our hands because we didn't get to them. You get to who God calls you to. Amen. How are you going to do that? Be merciful the way my Father in heaven is merciful. That's how you're going to do it. Mercy will lead you. Love will draw you. Amen? You, you've, you're just like me. You've seen people... And, and you're drawn to them. You're like, I don't know what it is, but I'm drawn to that person. I don't, I don't even know that I like that person, but I'm drawn to them. That's the Lord. That's the heart of God saying, I love him. Go, go love him for me. Can you love somebody for God? That'd be a good reason to love somebody. Amen? If God says go love somebody and picks you to do it, the rest of your day is fixed. You can say, I started my day and God let me love somebody for Him. Glory to God. 
We serve a great God, a merciful God, and, and, and He's so kind, and, and He wants to work through us and in us, and He wants to use us to be merciful, to be kind, to be, to, to, to show somebody something different than what they've seen. Amen? Because so many people have seen Christianity and they've seen self, selfish Christianity. I'm saved. I'm good. If you want to be saved, ask me and I'll tell you. But don't bother me otherwise. You know, sometimes you just got to give, give them a spiritual hug because they can't take a physical one. God knows how to give a spiritual hug. He'll show you just what to say, just what to do. If it, it may just be a smile. It may just be a wave. You know, there's somebody riding past here. I was studying today, and I went to Taco Bell, because that's what we do on Friday. <laughs> Taco Bell's the thing to do. And I was pulling out of here, and there was a guy riding by on his bike. And I know that he thought I was going to say something, because, you know, what are you doing in the church? I just rolled down my window and waved. Why? I don't know what he was doing in the church lot, but I don't care. He's in the church lot. He's in danger of being saved. Right? If you get too close to one of us, you are now in danger of hearing how good God is. You're now in danger of knowing who you could be instead of who you are. You're in danger of receiving the very mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ. Glory to God. And that's where you want to be. That's where you want to be. Every time, every place. We, it says in, in, in Psalm 86, verse 5, it says, For the Lord, for thou, Lord, are good. And it says, ready to forgive. Do you know that he's not waiting on you to ask? He's wait, he's already ready. He's ready. That, that's, and again, he's saying that's who you should be. You should be on guard. To refer- I got my forgiveness right here. Come on, come on. I'm going to forgive you. I'm telling you right now, you're getting ready to get forgiven. Come on, come on. Well, that's ready forgiveness. God, God is ready to forgive. He is looking. He's the prodigal son's father. He's looking down the road every day. Why? Because forgiveness is on the road. Repentance came at the pig trough. Re- forgiveness came at the house. Glory to God. Glory to God. He's ready to forgive. What's he? Because he's plenty in mercy. He's got so much mercy that it, to, for how many people has he got enough mercy for? All that will call upon him. So what do we want him to do? We want we want to get him to call. We just want to get him to make that call. All you got to do, brother, call home. Call home. Call home. The Father will answer. Make the call. Make the call. All you got, say, Lord, help. That's all you got to, that's all he's looking for. Give him, give him an inch. He will take the mile. Glory to God. Glory to God. He's a good God. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. He's a good God. He's a good God. He's working in us and through us. He wants to do His will in the world through us. He wants to do His will through you and me. His will is kindness. His will is mercy. His will is to love the unlovable, touch the untouchable. His will 
is compassion. Glory to God. And, and, and the church here, Sarasota, watching online, you're that compassion. You're that mercy. I'm that mercy. If I'm merciful to you, I'm loving those who love me. Why? Because we're in the same we're in the same body, right? I'm going to love you, and you're going to love me. You you just do. I'm so lovable you couldn't stop yourself. (laughs) But when we take it out the doors, and we say, God, I got I'm I'm full of your mercy. I'm full of your goodness. Show me what to do with it today. Show, show me where, where to leave some. Show, show me where to send some. Show me where to be some. Help me to be merciful like you are merciful today. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Just thank Him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Great are you, Lord, and greatly to be praised. 